which one? The president is a placeholder by Irvin Eugene. Introduction, the establishment of the U.S. United States of America is defined as the land of the free and the home of the brave. Nobody can deny the essence of the American people as brave. But are we free? Free of control, free of corruption, and free with rights for all its citizens. America has its impact on the world, inviting any brave family or individual to take their chances on success. All travel to America to experience its worth and bounty. And the U.S. in return expands its power to the rest of the world, policing as it sees fit. The arbiter of right and wrong, grooming other countries to follow in its footsteps, better or for worse. The United States has its faulty in its development to power through genocide and slavery, but progresses on notions of independence with a sense of collective commerce. Will the great America heal its wounds to prevent an appearance of hypocrisy to the world. People wonder if it is capable of real change to correct its wrongdoings. Furthermore, many believe there is a true pit between the have and the have-nots, but there is a strategic forge by the powers that be to create the conflict between race, religion, and sex. Divide and conquer is established to prevent meaningful betterment of the country in just time. Only short turns in the right direction are allowed to satisfy, to satisfy the masses. Whenever there's upheaval or protest by citizens, there are only small corrections placed to create a facade of improvement. Every step forward is two steps back. Many laws and wars are passed without full consent of Americans. Moreover, it seems that anyone with a true conscience that has the means and powers to direct effective advancement for the American people is subject to assassination or ruined reputa reputation. Substantial benefit to society will only be recognized with a good-hearted leader that has the support of unbiased voters, free thinkers that are righteous enough to understand what is good and bad. This will lead to profound adjustments in the system that propagates the society of a large group of less fortunate and a small faction of well-to-do. No longer will there be useless quarrels of physical or spiritual differences but a petition for a piece of the pie. It does not benefit modern-day leaders to change the status quo as they are placeholders for the powerful and rich. The wealthy Democrat or Republican contributors are two sides of the same coin. They utilize their resources to place the president to gain additional power for their selected group at that point in time. Each president only satisfying contributors who they truly serve. 
the dilemma has become more apparent since Ronald Reagan to Donald J. Trump. Each president with the same shortcoming of righteousness. One day the American people will demand amelioration. Chapter 1. Ronald Reagan and Economics President Reagan was the beginning of the end. His development of Reaganomics spurred the divide between the have and the have-nots, enforcing the lie that wealth would trickle down to the less fortunate. Imagine a person of sound mind presented with a fortune. Would you rather spend your gains or invest in assets? Many successful individuals further, further their finances by expanding to stocks and properties rather than large sums of spending that would benefit the poor majority. There lies the lack of righteousness for many American citizens by the president. His total campaign receipt being $62,944,165 according to the Federal Election Commission was the beginning of large sum contributions, fundraising, and campaigning. Moreover, Ronald Reagan utilized Southern strategy to mobilize white support and create a fission between them and minorities. Playing politics to form distrust between races and people of different socioeconomic status is not beneficial to the betterment of America. The president created an illusion that poor people, predominantly minorities, were stealing resources from the government in the shape of aid and food stamps. Therefore, he pushed smaller government and free market economics for a fake image of equality. Reagan portrayed that the ambitious will strive for success and the lazy people of the country will fail. There was manipulation in programming and, and media to achieve this ideology. However, it ignored the fact that the system was rigged and the rich would get richer and the ones on the bottom would be fighting over crumbs. It disregarded the reality that minorities were disenfranchised and discriminated against. That due to centuries of slavery, Jim Crow laws, and evil harassment, that many minorities have been left behind in the United States. With no formal apology or reparations, no one would expect minorities to be at equal footing. Government support seemed like the only help for misfortunate minorities. Keep in mind that it was not formally directed to them. In addition, many ignore the reality that government support helps the poor of all races, including whites. Historically in the present, all less fortunate benefit from government aid not the false depiction of begging minorities only. At the present moment in time, the well-to-do employ the government to legally evade taxes and receive considerable refunds. With Reagan taxes of government versus free market, 
Now both institutions work as a well-fueled machine for the advancement of the wealthy. Let us not forget Reagan's pursuance and the increase of national defense spending. It can be established that every recent U.S. president believes in the gross payment to military, enhancing the military-industrial complex. America will continuously produce war and injustice. The United States of America does have the aspirations of moral justice, but due to its history, it cannot lead safely as an arbiter. Therefore, its influence by intermingling in foreign affairs tends to be a farce for personal gain. The results in the sacrifice of optimistic and good-hearted Americans at the sake of a grander agenda for the pursuit of resources and power globally. Reagan's involvement in the Iran-Contra affair, invasion of Grenada, and Lebanese Civil War were all attempts to further American imperialism. Reagan formulated this false sense of Protestant Christianity while ignoring the basic practice of love thy neighbor, perpetuating animosity between races. This is a continued technique of Republicans in the celebration of born-again Christianity and evangelicism. It's impossible to turn the other cheek as Reagan's America created a greater divide of the masses. Chapter 2. George H.W. Bush and CIA President Bush proclaimed a new world order and was influential in spreading international interference with his experience as the director of CIA. He gained respect from moderate Republicans as a contemplating political figure. His exposure to military and government made him well-equipped to maneuver the complexities and bureaucracy of the establishment. By attaining the green light by the popular Reagan, he received the thumbs up to unleash his demonstrations. Bush pushed the invasion of Panama and the Gulf War. He was strategic and by the books to implement hegemony on the global on the global stage. Bush was pragmatic and followed political themes of supporting the establishment. He did not stir the pot. Bush was the ultimate placeholder for a declining Republican end of Cold War enthusiasm. He failed domestically, lying about tax reform and not curating any true change to the well-being of the average American. At no fault of his own, he did not apply righteousness and betterment of the United States. Chapter 3, Bill Clinton and Globalism President Clinton was a globalist and whether of his own will or political circumstances produced pseudo-Republican laws under under the cover as a Democrat. To his support, he enacted the Family and Medical Leave Act of 1993, which illustrated promise of righteousness and betterment of the people. He continued with the Ominous Budget Reconciliation Act of 1993, another step forward in the right direction. It helped the less fortunate and held the well 
to do you accountable. It was too good to be true. With the ominous crime bill, he reversed the progress of the less protected and persisted with discrimination, furthering the plight of many. Clinton would succumb to corruption to aid associates. This would be emphasized with the known Clinton Foundation. He would pursue globalism at Somalia and failed risking good American lives. Clinton was nowhere to be found during the Rwanda genocide. There is hypocrisy when America can be involved in other countries when resources can be attained with lackluster policing to protect the misfortunate of the world. Clinton was part of the unethical portrayal of American dealings with Iran. Under his administration, the U.S. paid Iran when the international spotlight was placed on the United States for accident justice. There's a sense around the world that the U.S. consistently finds means to avoid the repercussions of its wrongdoings. In addition, Clinton's administration was pivotal in the beginning of world trade and outsourcing. At the expense of cheap international labor, many domestic manufacturing jobs were lost, especially with globalist dealings with China. Clinton started with righteousness and betterment of the American people, but lost his way in global dealings. The expansionism of NAFTA and military influence abroad shows Clinton as a continued placeholder of presidents. Chapter 4 George W. Bush and Wars President Bush was elected with a divided population of voters and electorates. He lost the popular vote but won the Electoral College in a strange fashion. Bush won in a slight margin with 271 electoral votes compared to Gore's 266. The final tally for Florida is remembered as sketchy. Many wonder if Bush's established notable family members were able to skew results leading to their victory. The family is well-connected nationwide, especially in Florida, Texas, and Connecticut. With Jeb Bush having influence in Florida, it is uncertain if he unjustly swayed the Florida win to his brother. This sets the precedence for corruption and unfair connections to help bolster presidential leaders. It is becoming more suitable for individuals that are formally linked to powerful and rich people to be elected to office. Rubbing shoulders with the wealthy or family relationships in government are almost necessary to be selected as president. The Bush administration waged war against Afghanistan and Iraq without any real premise, forged under false notions of terrorism by these countries. It was an excuse to pursue military expansionism in the Middle East. In actuality, it was a plot to absorb natural resources like oil. 
were all traumatized from the events of 9-11, but the inefficiency of the war on terrorism will surmount to the bankruptcy of the United States. The lack of a single true enemy allowed for disruption domestically and abroad. It warranted the hatred of Arabs, furthering the division among citizens. Global policing created destruction of foreign communities and killed many innocent bystanders. President Bush supported tax cuts for the wealthy at historic levels. This enlarged the wealth gap. He increased federal government spending, adding to the huge national debt as Americans find new ways to hold any small money they have. He ensured to increase national defense spending as it seems mandatory for every U.S. president. Bush is one of few presidents to leave the stock market value lower than when his administration started. Chapter 5 Obama and Banks President Obama represented equality, change, and inclusion, but amounted to false hope. Promised to be the man of the people, eventually chose to side with the well-to-do. It's inevitable when one is financed by one by the one percent that he or she will eventually succumb to their wishes. Obama had contributions from Citigroup Incorporated, J.P. Morgan Chase and Company, and Goldman Sachs. With support from banking institutions, he would have to return the favor. His hands were tied. Due to financial implosion caused by the establishment under the watch of previous presidents and himself, Obama allowed for bank bailouts. As unfair that with unlawful actions of greed by the true leaders of the world, they can increase their riches and be free of charge, but for the everyday citizen, the book is thrown at them at all instances. With no profound corrections to the powers that be, there will be a continuation of deceit and manipulation by the American people, to the American people. Obama's total receipt is $742,601,913 and $0.88 million as stated by the Federal Election Commission. This is an absurd and trending increase seen from every United States president. Their friendship between money and politics has become too blatant. There is a waste of financial resources to campaigning rather than to real betterment of the American people. Monetary contributions and donations for self-interest has made a mockery of politics, preventing righteous decision-making. Obama, being a symbolic leader, performed speeches of aspirations at Hiroshima, across Africa, Israeli-Palestinian issues, and Cuban relations abroad, but continued with U.S. militarism. With great imagery, the Obama administration took credit for the killing of evil leader Osama bin Laden by self-operations. Less media attention was spent 
on the countless deaths of innocent Middle Easterners under the demand of casual drone strikes. There was popular hope by U.S. citizens to end the inherited Afghan-Iraqi wars, but Obama could not end them. Instead, his staff furthered U.S. interference in international affairs. Obama's military involvement in Libya and Syria would perpetuate wars and globalism by America. Chapter 6. Trump and Separatism President Trump won the 2016 election narrowly by promoting pseudo-nationalism, ceasing America outsourcing, and using his attribute of wealth to make the U.S. more prosperous for the people at home. In theory, it represents righteousness and betterment for America by focusing on the United States domestically rather than wasting efforts internationally. It appeared to answer the qualms of the normal people for profit of everyday citizens, but it was fueled by separatism. Instead of forming a community for citizens to share in the wealth that has been long overdue, it became a dog-eat-dog mentality for crumbs. Under Trump's leadership, people are divided by race, religion, and sex by believing by believing others are the reasons for past and present failures. They do not realize that the establishment is the true enemy of the citizens. It is the fact that together we are strong, but separate we fall. It has become evident that Trump is a part of the powers that be rather than a champion of the people. He continuously tricks his individual supporters for a better tomorrow as he steals from the government. Trump contributors are Renaissance Technologies, Walt Disney Company, and U.S. Department of State. Even with his own acclaimed wealth, he is in the pockets of the well-to-do. He divides the country on immigration, emphasizing the Trump wall and negative social commentary. He claims to be far removed from the government as he places unethical associates to do his bidding. His nefarious efforts as president are so common that the masses are awakening. Under his reign, there are protests and impeachment trials. The establishment minimizes these movements but in due time, there will be an actual correction by the citizens. We need to truly make the United States great. Conclusion Righteousness and Betterment It appears with recent U.S. presidents, you must pick your poison. We're all human, therefore, they are revered, loved, and inspirational for accepting the difficult opportunity to improve the lives of every American. It almost seems impossible to uplift everyone, but that has to be their commitment with the oath of office. Make no mistake, this paper is meant to be critical of presidents, but that is the only way to better America. Nobody is perfect, but the harmful trend of politics across party lines will lead to implosion. This is a chance to document corruption, exploitation, and estrangement between leaders and followers.
there must be a paradigm shift to righteousness, collaboration, and real inclusion of the citizens with the establishment. Only then will the nation prosper as a whole. The powers that be only seek an increase of control by separation between race, religion, and sex. Eventually, the masses will not turn a blind eye to poor economics, bad globalism, and treasonous banking practices. Let us be true Christians or good-hearted people and realize we sink or swim altogether.